Just a quick listener note. This is Carrie Lee, podcast producer for Dating Without Drama. Just wanting to let you all know that there's a little bit of profanity in this episode. Not much, but just a little bit. So if you happen to be listening to this out loud with younger ears, just know that there's a little profanity. Okay. Thanks so much. Enjoy the show. Hello, everybody. I'm your host, Lisa Shield. Welcome to Dating Without Drama, where I give you my unique take on everything related to men, love, dating, and romantic relationships. My practical yet spiritual approach to getting emotionally naked and attracting what I call a guardian of your soul will be music to your ears. So let's get started. Hello, everybody. I'm Lisa Shield, and welcome to Lunch with Lisa. We were going to have a very special guest today, but I think that we will have to reschedule her for next Monday. And today I am going to do an impromptu (laughs) podcast about what the number one quality is to look for in a partner. I think this is something that very, very, very few people really understand. We are out there and we have these big old long ass lists of all the things we think we want and need. We make them up a lot of times. They're based on all the things we didn't get in our last relationship that we think we have to have in this next one. And we miss the most important thing of all. To me, if I had known this, it could have changed the course of my life. (laughs) (laughs) Knowing this one thing would have changed my life, my dating life. And I think that what happens is we hear all of these things like, oh, I want somebody who's educated and I want somebody who loves to travel and, you know, I want someone who's kind. I want someone with integrity. All of these things are wonderful qualities, but we overlook this one most important quality of all. I'm curious if anybody knows what that would be. I really want you to stop for a moment and think about what is the number one quality that we should all be looking for in a partner. It is the single most important thing because without this one quality, you can never, ever, ever have a true relationship And it's the thing that I hear over and over and over again when I talk to women on the phone. It's the thing that most women tell me they're struggling to find and that that most of the men that they meet are lacking. Anybody know what that would be? I'm curious. (laughs) So... One of our listeners said self-awareness, having done the work on himself. Well, this is a piece of it. This is a piece of it, but it's something even more specific. It's a quality that is even more specific than just self-awareness or doing the work on himself. In fact, I'll tell you a little story here before I reveal what this quality is. So when I was dating, I met a man who had worked with my teacher, Don Miguel Ruiz. He had been one of Miguel's students, and I had always thought, oh, I'm going to meet somebody through all this spiritual work that I'm doing. And 
we, we got into a relationship. It was a very, very brief relationship, but he didn't have this quality. And for all the work that he'd done, for all of the you know time he had spent with Don Miguel, and yes, Boss Ladies School of Love and Life got it right. Emotional availability. So the number one most important quality you must look for in your next partner is emotional availability. If a man does not have emotional availability, you can't have a connection. You will never, ever, ever be able to build a connection with him. And that is the end of that. It is like beating at a door that will never open. You will be there. You will be trying to connect. You'll be trying to establish caring and and connection. And you will never, ever be able to create that a lot of us think, oh, you know, well, I've done all this work and I'm so special and you meet these guys and they come on many of them very strong because it's not that they don't want a connection. It's literally that they're incapable of having one. And so they meet a woman that they really like and they think, oh my God, maybe this time it'll be different. They rush in, they feel all this emotion. But then when push comes to shove, they get scared and they pull away. This lack of emotional availability or what some people call avoidant attachment kicks in and it is so deeply ingrained in specifically in men. Of course, women, I was also very avoidant. So I know what this is like. I know what it feels like. And it is such a deeply ingrained fear of connection, of deep insecurity, to be honest, that the minute we really start to feel a connection or we really like somebody once all the initial you know that first blush of romance is gone and real connection and commitment start to set in there is such incredible fear why does he like me or why does she like me what does she want from me losing our freedom having somebody putting expectations on us that we literally shut down and pull away. And for most people, it is a deeply ingrained self-protection and we don't even know we're doing it. And what will start to happen is we start to find fault with the other person. You know, one minute it's like, oh my God, this person's so wonderful. Isn't this great? And one little thing can happen and it can literally just create a complete reversal of feelings and that fear kicks in and that person will pull away. So it's an awful thing. And to be honest, you can try to jump through hoops. You can talk till you're blue in the face. You can self-examine and adjust your behavior and think that you can bring that person back around. And the truth is once that switch has been flipped inside of the avoidant, there's no, there's almost no going back from that. I know because I've been there even with friendships when I met somebody that I really liked and I thought, oh, this is going to be my new best friend. And then the second something would happen where maybe she would cancel a date with me 
or I might think that she met another friend and maybe I felt threatened by her having another friendship with someone else. It didn't take much to trip that wire or flip that switch. And there was no going back from that for me. I would start to develop like my, my fear and my mistrust would kick in. And suddenly this person would go from being the most amazing person I've ever known to being the devil. And if anybody, I don't know if any of you have ever been involved with a love bomber or somebody who's avoidant, who was really crazy about you in the beginning, and you thought, oh my God, this is it. This is so amazing. And it's it's like the twilight zone. Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, you know, here's this person who just is so wild and crazy about you in the beginning. And it's like, oh man, like this is it. This is everything I, I've been looking for. And then like that, they start to flip. It's just the worst feeling in the world. And it's so hard for the person who is not avoidant because you start to second guess yourself and think, oh my God, I must have done something. It's my fault that this is all happening. And the truth is there's nothing you could have done. It was going to play out this way, no matter what. You could be the most perfect person in the world. And the minute you try to attach to this man, he's going to get scared and run away. The minute you want to go in, you know, get into a committed relationship. So before you give your heart to somebody, you have to learn how to assess whether or not someone is emotionally available or not. And if you don't, you're going to be wasting a lot of time in relationships with men who really are never going to be able to go down that road with you. And especially if you have any anxiety and you have a habit of attracting or being attracted to men who are emotionally unavailable. If that's a pattern, or if you've ever like heard yourself saying, I keep attracting emotionally unavailable men, it's important that you step back and start to look at maybe I'm attracted to these emotionally unavailable men. And what is it in them? And what is it about me that finds these men attractive? This is something that you really have to start to look at inside yourself because anytime there's a pattern in our lives, we're the common denominator. So the reason a pattern keeps reoccurring over and over and over again is because there is a lesson we are not learning. So if you find yourself saying, oh my God, all I keep meeting are these emotionally unavailable men who ghost me the minute I start to show interest in them, or we get involved in a relationship and then I turn around and the minute I start to like them or really you know, talk about where is this going or whatever, these guys just turn around and they, they say, well, I wasn't looking for a relationship. And you see a pattern like that you are the common denominator and there is something you are missing 
There's something, there's a lesson that you are not learning. And that's why this pattern keeps playing out and repeating over and over and over again. So you got to look at yourself and you have to ask yourself, what is it about me? Why am I so attracted to these men? The truth is avoidant men, men who are emotionally unavailable, ironically, in the very beginning, they seem incredibly interested because, you know, they aren't available. It's really easy to be interested when you're not available. It's really, really easy. That's one of the reasons why avoidant people, people who are, you know, don't show in, you know, it's not that they don't show interest. They come on strong in the beginning, but there's something very attractive about people who are hard to get, who you have to actually work for, where you have to actually work at trying to get them that comes across as confident and sexy about people like that, that makes them seem like they've got a lot of self-confidence. But the truth is they're not open. They're not vulnerable. They're afraid to commit. And you see, once commitment happens, once two people start to actually admit that they both are attracted to each other, that they both have interest in one another, that's when a real relationship starts. You don't ever have a relationship until both people have both feet in. That's when you have a real foundation for a true relationship. Many, many of the women I work with have never, ever, ever experienced that. They've never experienced what it feels like when two people have both feet in and are actually wanting to explore a real future together. And I think many of you, if you're going to admit to yourself, you've had one foot in and one foot out. And the way you know that is because you're always measuring your responses or your reactions based on what you see the other person doing. Does that make sense? You're watching the other person and you're gauging how you're going to react and respond, but you don't have both feet in because here's the difference. When I started to do this work on myself and I realized that I had a true anxious avoidant attachment style, if somebody liked me, I wasn't interested in him. If I liked somebody, I would get incredibly anxious. So it was one extreme or the other, but I never was fully in a relationship ever. Even with my ex-husband, who I was married to for 13 years, I always had one foot in and one foot out. The entire time I would tell myself I could do better. You know, he's not really my guy. I was braced to run at any moment through the entire relationship. And one day I had a conversation with myself and I said, Lisa, you need to look at this. You've got to look at what you're doing here. And if you meet somebody, you've got to start to look at what it's like to have both feet in a relationship and not be poised to run. And that was a huge turning point for me. 
it was a major, major turning point. And, and, you know, to be honest, it was just a decision I made. And I said, the next guy I meet, if I decide that I'm going to explore a relationship with this person, I'm going to have both feet in. I'm not going to be reactive. If something comes up, I'm going to talk about it with him. I'm not going to run away. I'm going to have a real conversation. I was a student of Don Miguel Ruiz. And so I was really practicing not taking anything personally and not making assumptions. So even if he said or did something that was causing me to want to react, I would take a deep breath. I would look at what my fears were. I would look at what assumptions and conclusions I was drawing, and then I would very calmly go and say, there are some things I don't understand about what happened. Can you please help me out here? I really want to understand where you're coming from. And I didn't need to be right. I was learning how to let go of my need to be right or make a point. All I wanted to do was understand the other person's perspective so that I could make a clear decision about how I felt and whether or not I wanted to move forward in a relationship with this man. But I learned how to have both feet in and stay calm, be non-reactive and not run. So you have got to start to learn how to gauge whether or not these men are emotionally available or not. If you don't do this, you are wasting time. You are throwing away weeks and months and years of your life out in the dating world, hoping and wishing and praying that you're going to just somehow stumble across a secure man and that things are going to align. And that for many of you, that you're suddenly going to start to become secure. So you've got to learn how to sit across from a man on a date and be able to tell if he is emotionally available or not. This is what I teach women in my 12-week Emotionally Naked Dating program. They learn how to get a handle on their own avoidant or anxious attachment style. Most women are anxious, but some of us are avoidant. So you first have to learn how to assess what your attachment style is. You've got to start to explore what it would look like for you to develop a secure attachment style and start to have both feet in. How does a secure person enter into a relationship? How does a woman who's not anxious or avoidant show up? And then you've got to start to learn how to trigger a man's avoidant attachment style. And if you don't learn how to do this, all bets are off. You are going to keep spinning your wheels, hoping for a miracle and waste weeks or years of your life if you really don't learn how to assess this. One of the biggest mistakes a lot of you are making is that you're entering into these relationships, you know, and the guys seem great and they're showing up and you're, they're having a girlfriend experience, but they're not committing to you. And you're making the mistake of going along in these relationships and thinking, oh my God, it's going so well. He seems interested. He's showing up. He's saying and doing all the right things. And of course, these guys will do that. They'll do that until they don't 
So you have got to learn how to quickly assess whether or not they are emotionally available. So if you are ready to find true love and you're sick and tired of going in and out of relationships with men who prove to be avoidant, and maybe you're tired of not having a handle on your own anxious or avoidant attachment style as well, and you really want to find a true plan, a way forward, a path for getting this solved so that you don't have to have more learning experiences. I know a lot of you, I get on calls with a lot of women and they are so proud of the fact that, well, you know, I learned from every relationship and this isn't just wasted time. Yes, it is. You don't have to keep having more learning experiences. That could go on forever. What you need is a solution, an actual roadmap for getting this solved so that your love life doesn't become an ongoing series of learning experiences where you're troubleshooting and hoping that eventually you'll put all the pieces of the puzzle together when I can give you all the pieces of the puzzle and in three months you can get this solved. So do me a favor go to lisashield.com right now, click the button to watch my free 45-minute presentation. If you like what you hear, you can sign up for a breakthrough call with me or a member of my team. We will show you how you can find the guardian of your soul in just 12 weeks. If you are a fit for the work we do, and we'll be very honest with you, not everybody is ready to do this work. Not everyone is a fit for my program, and that's okay too. We'll jump on a call and we'll figure that out. If you're not a fit, we'll make a recommendation of another program or a book or a different course that may be a better fit for you. But if you are a fit for the work we do, then in 12 weeks, you can have our Roadmap for Love. How do you gauge this? Sign up for a call. <laughs> Sign up for a call. Work with us because I'm not going to put a Band-Aid on a bigger problem. If I were to tell you this, there's 20 other things that you don't know you don't know that are important to help you get this solved. This is one piece of a much bigger puzzle. So if you're interested in really getting this solved, then sign up for a call and we would love to talk to you about how we can give you my roadmap for finding the guardian of your soul. Please like and rate this podcast. I do two episodes every week. I do this episode and I also do an absolutely amazing episode with my husband called Getting Inside the Right Male Mind, where you get to hear my husband's perspective on love and dating and relationship and all. I think he is the bomb. So you definitely want to check that out. You can also like my YouTube channel if you have any, any suggestions for topics, then please send those requests to podcast at lisashield.com. I'm Lisa Shield. Please come back and see us again. Have a great day, everybody. Bye-bye.